Glory to God. Open your Bibles to Psalm 27, verse 13. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God. And uh, we should always have faith in that goodness. Not just faith in God, faith that He's going to be good. you got people that have faith that He's going to hurt them. You do. You got people that are that are rooted and grounded in the fact that God might do something bad to them tomorrow. Therefore, they don't serve Him very hard. You know, if you if you were running after that, you probably wouldn't run very fast, right? You might slow down and do and do nothing, because if that's what you expect from God, you're not going to get it because He can't give it to you. But you'll get it from somebody else, because the enemy will make sure you receive exactly what you're looking for at that point. Amen? Because God only gives good things. And we want to look to God for good things. We're getting ready to go into the week of increase, and we want to start believing now to receive of His goodness. Amen? The, the verse in Psalm 27 said, I had fainted. This is one of my favorite. This it may be my favorite verse in the Bible, because this is the verse that the Lord gave me after we got Ramsey. And every time I saw her, I saw the goodness of the Lord. And every time I see her still today, I see the goodness of the Lord. Because He blessed me to... He blessed us with such a gift. He, you know, when it says He gives good and perfect gifts, she's, she's, she is proof of a good and perfect gift. Was she a perfect person? No, but she's a perfect gift. She, she's getting more perfecter every day. Just like me and you. We're seeking God and we're, we're getting more perfecter every day. Perfecter, I like that. But, but, the, but the writer here says, I had fainted. David says, I'd have fainted. But I believed something else. I believe, believing in God's goodness will sustain you while you're waiting to see the goodness of the Lord. Belief in His goodness... What David said, I'd have fainted, but I believed I would see. He didn't say I might see. He said, I believe to see. I'm going to see. And it's not a maybe. It's not, well, I'm hoping to see with, with the wishing part put in there. Because if he was hoping to see, that's really what he was doing. He was hoping. He was anticipating, expecting, and confidently waiting. fact is, I think if you look at it in the NIV, look at it in the NIV. Yeah, I am still confident of this. I am confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord here and now. You know, I've had people say, well, you know, if I, if I don't get it here, maybe I'll get it in heaven. Well, you know, a lot of the things you need here, you ain't going to need in heaven. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, you know, if I don't get healed here, I'll get healed. No, you won't get healed in heaven because there's no healing in heaven. He brought it all here for us where we would need it. Amen? But you, you'll enjoy heaven still, don't get me wrong. But there are things that we want to get here. The benefits of salvation are for here. And the last benefit is for there. Amen? <laughs> Going to heaven benefit. The biggest benefit, if you would, I guess. But, but we want to always look at all the goodness of God. We want to get to a place where about the time he, he said, I, I would have fainted. 
I was about to faint, but then I remembered this. God's good. He's never failed me. He never will. And, and I'm going to see some goodness. And, you know, it's, I, was, I called, uh, I had to call, I got one of those weird calls, those scam calls on my phone the other day. And so I had to call one of the government offices. And, of course, you get on hold. Right? And they'll just come right out and tell you, you're going to be on hold. <laughs> All right? They don't even mince words. When they say hold, you're looking at several moments in, into the half-hour range. Yeah. Right? And they don't tell you exactly. They, they try, but you're going to be on there a while. And I could have hung up right then, and I wouldn't have received my answer. Right? It took about 30 minutes. See, I got an earpiece, so I just let it run. I worked the whole time. <laughs> I just went to work, worked and let, let the music play. Every now and then it'd stop and say, we're still here. I'm like, good, I'm still here too. <laughs> Why? Because I knew somebody was going to answer. If we are that persistent with God, if we would only be as persistent with God as we would be with somebody putting us on hold on the phone. Now, several of us are not even that persistent on the phone because if that would have been an important call, I'd have said, yeah, maybe later. I'll call at night. Maybe somebody's there by themselves, right? Because if, if, we'd only, if we would be that persistent, just as persistent you would be, as you would be with somebody that said, hold on, Right? You, you would get to see the goodness of God in the land of living. Because what if I'd have waited 29 minutes <laughs> and I'd have hung up? I'd have got the same thing as if I hadn't waited at all. Yeah. Right? Because right? a lot of people say, oh, I've been believing three weeks. I've been believing three months. And what, if, what if you hung up right before your answer was coming? You got the same thing you would have got if you never started at all. If you'd have never made the call at all. And so many times when we don't look to the goodness of God, we faint. Because the, the goodness of God is the faithfulness of God. The goodness of God is the graciousness and the kindness of God. The goodness of God is the glory of God. The goodness of God is the love of God. If you're, if you're confident in who your God is and you've asked Him in faith for something, then you can be sure you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen? And it's important that we hang on to everything that we've, that we've asked for. We, we've now, we learned about this last Friday, right? We're asking in faith. If we're asking in faith, then that, 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 that already rattles the devil right there. Right? He's like, oh, no. Oh, no, they've actually asked in faith. I've got to do something else. What's he got to do? He's got to keep you from believing to receive. You, you're asking. Remember what it says in Matthew 21. What is it, Matthew 21? Uh, 21, 22. Look at that real quick, and then we'll go back to where we were. Matthew 21, 22 says, All things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing. Ask in prayer, believing. I like that they put believing in between two commas, because basically that means it, it attaches to the first part and the last part of the verse. So, all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, believing you shall receive. Amen? So you don't stop believing after you ask. Why? Because now your faith's high. You ask in faith. 
You ask knowing it was the will of God, knowing you're, you're, ask, you're drawing from the goodness of God, you're, you're knowing that you, He heard you. Yeah, and, and if you've asked in that way, the next thing is to believe you receive the petition that you asked for. Amen. Amen. Amen? And so what you're doing is you're refusing to stop in between there at any point. Right? Go back to Psalm 27. That's what David's saying. He said, he said, I got in the middle of this and I was about to faint. Psalm 27, 13. I was about to faint, but unless something else happened. What? I believed to see. I didn't just believe to ask. I believed to receive what I asked for. I believe to receive what God promised me. I believe to receive healing. I believe to receive finances, prosperity, peace. I believe to receive. I believed I would see what I asked for in faith. Amen? And those are important things. You don't want to just ask in faith. You want to ask in faith believing you receive. Amen? And, and as we ask in faith, he says, he says, I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. What's he saying? I want to, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. He's in, in other words, my eyes have already caught hold of this. I know what the goodness of God looks like. And when it passes before me, I'll know what it is. Amen? When I have it, I'll know what it is. Why? Because I'm believing to receive it. I already have a vision of what I'm going to receive. Yeah. Our eyes, our, how we see things, are, are a good barometer of where your heart is. Oh, wow. Amen? Yeah. If you see things wrong all the time, if you, you look at a situation and you say, they're never going to make it. <laughs> I don't even know why they're trying. I wouldn't try. That's never happened before. Why is it going to happen now? That seems impossible to me then that you're giving a really good insight as to where your heart is right now. Not just where your faith is, because your heart is where your faith grows. Your heart is where your faith lives. Amen. Your heart is where you love from. Yeah. If, you, if you can't say, hey, I've never seen it, but I know God's good. Yeah. I know God's good. And if you, if you can believe it, you can have it. Amen? You know... Um, if we tell somebody something that sounds impossible and they and they make it sound more impossible, right, then their faith may not be where yours is. Now, don't get me wrong. Make sure your faith is in the impossible you're asking for. Make sure you believe it's possible. Right? Don't say, well, I believe it's impossible, but I can believe. You just believed it's impossible. You can't believe for something you think is impossible. It has to become possible. That's what, Jesus, that's, what, that's what David was saying right here. He said, I'd have fainted, but I know because I believe all things are possible, I'll see the goodness of God in the land of the living. In other words, he's not moved by what he's seeing right now because he's seeing with spiritual eyes. And he's saying, I'm not just going to see what I'm seeing right now. I'm going to see the goodness of God. I'm going to see healing. I'm going to see, he told me that I, my, my, this throne would be mine for generations, and I'm going to see that. I'm going to see the goodness of God. I'm going to see everything God's promised me. And, and he's saying, I'm not quitting. 
And in the next verse, he tells you how to not quit. He says, wait on the Lord. Right? Now, if I'd have hung up the phone on the Lord, right? <laughs> right? We're dialing up. God, I know you got some goodness for me. Yeah, hold on a second. All right, God. Ten minutes fast. Two weeks. Ah, maybe God doesn't want me to have any goodness. He's kept me on hold a long time. Huh? Maybe he's not keeping you on hold. Maybe you're keeping you on hold. Right? <laughs> maybe if you'd have been just like me, stuck the earpiece in your ear and went about your business. Right? You'd have still, be list- you'd have still been listening for God because you believed you were going to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen? Amen? So you could go on and not lose focus of what you're believing for. Right? You ask for it in faith. Now you're, you, you, ask, you ask in faith, believing. Now you're believing to receive. Don't let go somewhere in the middle of that. Don't get, don't get your focus off at any point. Keep listening for God, expecting to, see, expecting to see the goodness of God, anticipating its arrival at any moment. Right? And, the, and then when all of a sudden that click comes on, there's somebody in your ear, you go, oh, hey. This is what I was waiting on. Goodness is coming right here. Amen? He, he had me on hold for just a minute because, he, you know what? Maybe you needed to be on hold. <laughs> That's not suffering. Right? <laughs> Having to wait for something good is not suffering. Right? Like Kim's making a batch of cookies. Right? And I'm really hungry and I'm wanting some of those cookies. That's not suffering not to have those cookies. <laughs> Amen? The goodness of God is worth waiting for. Because the goodness of God will come right when you need it at the best time. It, its timing will be completely perfect. It will come exactly when you needed it and, and at a time you thought was way past when you needed it. When, when you almost got impatient... Well, because a lot of people say, well, I needed it yesterday, and God didn't do it for me. That's because you quit today, and it was still on the way. Yeah. Amen? The goodness of God is not going to stop working its way towards you. It, you can stop receiving it. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen? God's good. Yes. Right? If you ask Him for something, good's headed your way. Hallelujah. If you ask in faith. Yeah. It's headed your way. Glory. Because He's good. Amen. He doesn't just do good. He is good. That's what it says in the psalm. It says you're good and you do good. Right? He's love and He loves. God's big. And, and, And the possibilities when we set our faith, when we set our face to say, I know this to be true and I know God to be faithful. And I will not faint because I'm believing to see the goodness of God in my life. People say, yeah, but I've, I've been waiting a long time. You know, there's that verse I get people that will call from time to time, and they'll say, the, the Bible says, ask and you shall receive. And I say, yes, sir. And they'll say, I ask and I didn't receive. And I go, yes, sir. <laughs> the Bible says, ask and you shall receive, but I ask and I didn't receive. Yes, sir. Exactly. You ask, and then you didn't receive. Receiving is our part. Right? If somebody says, I think they're waiting on God to throw it at them so hard that it sticks to them. 
Right? If you ask in faith, prepare to receive. Amen? I remember when we were believing God for Ramsey. Excuse me. We, um, Kim actually read the book by Nancy Alcorn and came to me and said, I really got this strong in my heart. I believe this is a direction for us. And I, I said, you know what? It seems good. It seems good. So we start going this this direction. And the minute we got in as much faith as we had, I, I don't want to stand here and overestimate our faith to you guys. We had this much, and God had this much grace and mercy. But he took our this much, and, and, and the, we saw the goodness of the God in the land of the living. And the neat thing is we get to see it or at least hear from it by, by, by Twitter or Instagram every day of the week. That's how we started checking on her to make sure she's all right. We just look at Twitter and Instagram. There'll be something new on there every day. Every day they're on there. But the minute we got in faith, Kim began to go in there, in, her, in the room that she was going to go in, and prepare that room spiritually first. She'd sit there and, and, and decorate it. She would decorate that room. Amen? And then, and then eventually we actually started buying the stuff to decorate. But before we could actually even think about decorating, she, Ramsey came, which was, that's how quick God works. The goodness of God, it's like we're, we're on hold thinking we're going to be on hold a little while longer, and boom, there's God. Here it is, time. Wow. Right? Yes. And, and you know, even after God answers and says it's time, the devil still doesn't quit. Oh, yeah. After that, the lawyers call and say, well, you know, she, she's born, but she may go into uh, gov- government custody or whatever you call it, state custody, because of the way it all happened. And we're like, Really? No, that's not happening. You know, we're, our face this big. God's giving us. God, God's carrying us at this point. You know, we're we're riding his back so hard he's got to be tired. And but that's what he said. Do trust in me. Trust in me. Lean to me. Look to me. And that's all we we didn't know anything else. But we knew this was God. Amen. And so we weren't sitting there looking for a new verse. Or, you know, you have people say, ah, maybe I need one more verse. Maybe I need to go to church two more times a week. Maybe I'm not sitting close enough to the front. You know, maybe I just need Brother Moore to tell me if I could just add a word from Brother Moore. You got a word from God. It ain't going to get any higher than the book in your hand. Amen. You don't need another word. You got the word. And, and his word says you'll see the goodness of God in the land of the living if you don't faint. Amen? So unless you faint, it's a certainty that you're going to see it. You're going to see it with your eyes. And he believed to see it. In other words, he didn't just believe. He believed to see the goodness of God. That's important. You need to believe to see what you believe, what you believe to ask for. That's believing to receive. Amen? Not just, not just get so far and say, well, you know, I did pretty good on that one. Maybe next time. No, don't quit. We, we got to be the biggest unquitters that you've ever seen in your life. Right. And, and that's a really good word for it because we want to be unquitters. Right. Yeah. Amen? 
Quitters never get anything from God. They never receive. That's what, that's what he was saying in James when he said, if you're going to ask, ask in faith. Because he that, he that wavers is like the, the waves of the sea back and forth. He said, I can't get to you. You know, every time he hands it, you're over here. He hands it again, you're over here. You're like the waves of the sea. You're everywhere except for where he needs to hand it to you. Amen? And then in the very next verse, he said, let not that man think he would receive anything from God. Why? Because he's saying, I can't get it to you. It's not that I don't want you to receive it. It's that you can't receive it. When you refuse to faint and you continue to believe, you will always be ready when God hands it to you. Because you're certain he's going to. Amen? It's important to be certain that He's going to. That's why it is so good to hear that the God is good. David wrote, if you just want to read the Psalms, it'll make you feel so much better about God's goodness. Because David just wrote over, and he said stuff like, how great is your goodness? Your goodness isn't just good, it's great. Your goodness went way past good a long time ago and went into the great category. There's nothing else like your goodness. Amen? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, that men would praise Him for His goodness towards them. What's He saying? You don't even have to wonder. if I Just start praising me because I'm that good. I'm that good. Amen? And when we begin to, to continue down that path, unyielding, and, and then we, we start walking and we get a little tired, and verse 14 kicks in. 2714. It's in the Bible. It says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He'll strengthen your heart. What's He saying? He's saying, When you start feeling faint, I'm going to strengthen you. If you'll trust me and, and just walk towards me, I'll strengthen your heart. Why? Because your heart is where you believe to see. And I'll give you strength in your heart to believe to see exactly what you asked for. Amen? I'll strengthen your heart. Wait. Wait. Don't give up. What's he saying? Don't quit. Wait. Hope. Expect. Anticipate. Tarry. Stay put. How many other words you want for it? Right? Because what he said is he said, wait, and you'll receive it. You'll have it. You'll possess it. Right? Because he's a good God. He's not withholding anything from his children. He's looking for ways to get it to you, but this is the way he does it. We believe that we receive. Amen? But we have to hold fast. We have to stay strong to what God's showing us. We have to trust before we ever start, we trust in Him. Look at Jeremiah 7. We're going to look at a lot of verses we've looked at before because that's what I like to do. Actually, that's what God showed me. I won't even say that's what I like to do. That's what God showed me. I like to do what He says. <coughs> it's so much better when we do what He says because when we do what I say, hmm, it's like plowing through a field of clay, <laughs> wet clay. <laughs> Jeremiah seventeen five says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed is the man that trusts in man. Cursed is the man 
that believes what he sees in man. He's, he's not going to see any goodness because he only believes what he sees. You all right? He, he doesn't believe to see. He believes what he sees. David was believing to see, not believing what he saw. Amen? Remember, the seeing is important because our heart can be so full of God's love, so full of faith that we can see things happening that, that nobody else sees. It, it, you, things become visible by faith. Amen? You begin to look and say, oh, it's coming. And you get that feeling, you, you know. You know, I remember when we were, again, back believing for Ramsey. We knew in our hearts. The minute we started down that road, we knew it was right. And when you know it's right, it's easier to stay. No matter what setbacks you have, if you know it's right, you'll hook back on to God. You won't ever hook because you can't do anything. It was impossible to man before it started. Right? You're looking to the possible of God, not the impossible of man. Amen? And so he's saying, don't, the, cursed is man. He's, he's not saying I'm putting a curse on him. See, it's how people read the Bible when their heart's not right, right there. Because God didn't say I put a curse on him. He says he's cursed. Why? Because he's not leaning to me. I can't help him. If God can't help you, you're cursed. <laughs> There's nobody God can't help that would believe in him. There's not one person on this earth that God cannot help if they would believe in Him. Amen? So if He can't help you, you're not believing in Him. So cursed is where you are. It's, it's, it's a placement. Not, it's, God doesn't say, I curse thee. Right? He's, not, he, he's God. He does good to thee. Amen? Cursed is the, man, is the man that trusts in man and makes flesh his arm. In other words, his only, his only tool is himself. In other words, he's self-sufficient, which means he's not sufficient at all because he's counting on something that has an end, that has, pro- has proven failures. I thank God that me and Kim didn't have to count on us because we had years and years and years of proven failures. <laughs> years of them. We failed so hard that we tried to fail. We got so good at it that we just made that our thing, right? Yeah. Just forget the rest of it. We're going to fail. What are we going to do today? Fail. We're going to get we're going to get more bills. We're going to get deeper in debt, and we're going to do something wrong. And that's what we did. Why? Because we were only trusting in us. Right. Amen. But the minute we got off of seventeen five, you know, when we went the other direction, the minute we would go to seventeen six. He shall be like a heath in the desert. Again, we've gone over this. We don't know what a heath is. But it ain't good. You don't want to be one, and you don't want to be in the desert. All right? I thought it was a candy bar. And if a candy bar was in the desert, it would just melt, so it wouldn't be any good. But he'll be like a heath in the desert and shall not see. He shall not see. The same word that David said, I will see, he shall not see. He will not see good even when it comes. Even when it's coming at him, he can't see it. Why? Because he's only counting on himself. He can't see good. 
Amen. Remember where it said, uh, where Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. What's he literally saying there? He's saying they'll have an understanding and a knowledge of the goodness of God because they're looking at him from a pure heart. They're not looking at him to try to manipulate him and try to get something from him that they don't think they deserve anyway. They're looking at him as the Savior. They're looking at him as their Father. They're looking at him as their Lord. And they have a pure heart, pure motives, and they'll actually see this. Oh, I see that you want me to have that, and I see why you want me to have it, Lord. You are so good. And that's what David was seeing. He said, I'd have fainted, but I believed to see. I believed I would see the goodness of God. I didn't faint. Why? Because God's goodness was right around the corner and He kept strengthening my heart. Every time I got tired, He picked me right back up. Amen? God will send people to you. In in, in that one time, you say, I just don't know if I can take another step. The phone will ring. They'll say, hey, how you guys doing? Man, so good to talk to you. God just put you on my heart today. I wanted to tell you I loved you and I know you're going to make it. And all of a sudden, what? God just strengthened your heart. You know what? It's good to be a heart strengthener too. It blesses the strengthener as much as it does the one that got strengthened. Amen? And so if God puts somebody on your heart, give them a call. Right? Don't give them a text, by the way. They can't see your heart in it. Right? They don't. If you you send them a text, I wonder if they're happy or sad. Well, they sent me a smile emoji. Maybe they're happy. That's what people do to make you think they're happy even if they're not. I'll send him three smiley emojis just so he knows how happy I am. <laughs> a lot of times they're doing that just to let you know they're really not happy and they're just trying to smile, right? <laughs> but God will send a strengthener. He'll, he'll strengthen you in his very self. He'll say, he'll say, hey, stop for a minute. Go over there and dance. Just go over there and laugh at the devil and Dan, my mom used to do that. I'd walk in, my mom, she was, she was crazy. I'm just telling you right now. She was crazy in love with God. I'd, go, I'd walk in the house, middle of the day, she'd be over. This is how she danced, too. It's like a, a little bit, she's only five foot tall. And so I'd say, what are you doing? She said, I'm getting my strength back. I'm getting my strength back. What's she doing? She's dancing before the Lord. She's rejoicing in God. You know what? People say, I don't want to do that. That's a... Nobody ain't looking at you anyway. And she didn't even care if you're looking at her. Amen? She was waiting on the Lord. And she was going to renew her strength until she got what she had been praying about. Amen? And if she felt drained, she going to get some joy. Why? Because people will drain you. Right? She'd get four or five calls a day. Oh, Pat, I just, I just don't know what I'm going to make. She'd build them up. Yeah. That's what we do, right? Yeah. That's what we do. Somebody calls you and says, I'm just not going to make it. You know, I don't think you are. <laughs> now, now, that, now that I look at the situation, this is bigger than God. <laughs> don't let that per- block their number right away. <laughs> you want the person that's going to build you up. Person can say, oh, no, 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 no. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Amen? And, and that's, I don't know how we got off on all this. Or even how to get back. We're getting back. Amen? We don't want to be like, we want to see when good, when good comes. And, and in, in Jeremiah, they went ahead and said he'll not see. And in the, in the next, when you're blessed, look at verse 7. It says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is 
whose hope the Lord is. Not, not just their hopes in Him, He is their hope. See, I don't want to just hope in the Lord. He, he want, he's going to be my hope. That's what David was saying. He said, I'd have fainted, but He's my hope. He's my hope. Remember, remember when David argued with himself in Psalm 41 and 42? And he said, he said, Saul, why are you so down? For I will hope in the Lord, and I'll yet praise Him. And he talked to himself three and four times. Yes, yes. He, he smacked himself around, I bet. <laughs> said, you might as well stop this because we're going to hope in the Lord. Amen? And, th- and that's what he's saying. He says, whose hope the Lord, in other words, whose anticipation, expectation, and confidence is in the Lord. Your, your confidence isn't in something else that's going to happen. You're not looking for another way out. Amen? When you're trusting in your flesh, you're doing everything your flesh knows just to get you to the next place of failure. Right? Right? Because you're headed towards failure anyway. Why? Because you're trusting in your flesh. The best success you could have would be early failure so you can get over it. Right? That would be the most successful thing that could happen to somebody trusting in their flesh is early failure so you don't keep walking down the failure road until you're to the end of failure and you've got to go all the way back. Easier just to say, Lord, forgive me. I repent and I trust in you. Amen? And, and, and make him your hope. Make him your hope because blessed is that man. He's walking in the blessing. It says there's a curse and there's a bless. Choose the bless. Amen? He tells us who to choose. The first man didn't choose the blessing. The first man chose the curse. That the curse is trusting in yourself. The blessing is trusting in God. Why? Because you're trusting in an unfailing, totally successful, proven, proven over eons of time. The one that said light be and it didn't even argue. It just lit up. Amen? The one that created everything with words. And not one failure, there wasn't one time where anything even hesitated. And it still doesn't hesitate today. The clock's still running, the sun's still coming out, the world's still spinning, and God's still good. And He said, as long as this earth remains, seed time and harvest, summer and winter, I'll remain. Amen? As long as this earth remains. He's faithful. And we're trusting in a faithful God whose hope we have. We have our anticipation is in His goodness. We're anticipating goodness. That's what David was saying. He said, I'm not going to faint because I'm anticipating goodness. I'm anticipating, expecting, and confident that I'm getting ready to see the goodness of the Lord. Why? Because that's what He does. I don't have to wonder if the bad that came was him because it wasn't. Mm-hmm. See? And, and that's the thing. The, these didn't, the other guy didn't even see the good come. Why? Because all he was looking for was the bad. And most people that are, under the, that are operating within the curse will blame God for whatever came. Right? If it was bad, I, you know, I, I asked God for something and I got something bad. It must have been from God. No. God doesn't do bad things. He doesn't have bad things. He doesn't use bad things. Amen? Now, don't get me wrong. You may get off and do something bad on your own and do something stupid, and he'll say, I hope you learn so you don't do that again. Right? 
Because he's not looking for, he, he doesn't want to teach with a hammer. He wants to teach with love. But if you hit your thumb with a hammer, you'll learn to move it next time. Right? You, you don't want to hit your, I don't like it. That's why I don't even pick up hammers. I learned. Learn, boy, learn. <clears throat> for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spreads out her roots by the river. And here's what he won't see. He won't see when bad things are happening all around him. Why? Because they're not coming near him. Remember what it said in Psalm 91? thousand over here, 10,000 over here, but it won't come near my dwelling. Amen. It said, the next part says he won't even be careful. He won't even worry when the economy's down. Why? Because we didn't start out by counting on the arm of man. The economy is rooted in the arm of man. God's economy goes way beyond that. He's got ways that we don't know about. He's, got, he, he's a way maker. And, and He's making a way for you before you even hit the path. The key to it is hit the path and stay on it. Because on that path is the blessing. On that path is the goodness. On that path, you're going to find and see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen? Glory to God. Neither shall they cease from yielding fruit ever. All year round, they'll be like people in Florida, they'll have oranges in January. Right? Those guys do. Well, we can't see them right now, but they can see me. You guys have oranges, right, in January. Right? We don't even get tomatoes in January. Why you won't get me any? <laughs> Isaiah 40, verse 31. These are all, these are all uh, verses we know. But you know what we have to do is remind ourselves. That we, a lot of times it's not what you don't know. It's what you forgot. Right? <laughs> Just like Psalm 27, 13. We've read that a thousand times and it, was, it had brand new stuff in it today. Right? God's good. And, and, and he, 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 we, we move light to light, glory to glory. And, and so as we continue to seek Him through His Word, we'll find more and more answers. It says in, in Psalm 40, it says, But those who wait upon the Lord, those who hope in the Lord, those who anticipate, expect, confident that the, Lord's, that the Lord will take care of them, they renew their strength. Why? Because they're anticipating the goodness of God. When you're anticipating good, you, you could get out of bed and say, I wonder if I'm going to make it. Oh, wait, God told me I would. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. Right. But you just renewed your strength. Amen. You were going down just a little bit, and all of a sudden God said, oh, I'm faithful. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. God's never lied and never will. Amen. That's right. He said light be, and it still is. Yep. Amen? He, he's so good that if we just get that in us and the reality of His goodness in us, not just that we're talking about how good He is. It's real. It's truth. It, it, he's a real person doing real thing. He, he is the Creator. Everything in the Bible is true. Whether, whether you can understand it or not, it's truth. And, it, and, and, and if, you, if it looks like God did something bad, you don't understand it. It's real simple. Yeah, you got people all the time. So, well, what about this verse? It contradicts this verse. Like you don't understand it. That's right. I mean, even Jesus told them that in the back in the in the Gospels. They'd say, Jesus, what about this? And he said, You err. You don't know the you don't know the scriptures. Right. And he wasn't being mean. He was just saying, I, I couldn't explain it to you because you don't know them anyway. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> said, why don't, you, why don't you crawl a little while longer, and then maybe we'll get you a hand, and you can walk. And then the next thing, maybe you'll run, and then we'll get you a bike. And then one day, maybe a car. But you, first you've got to start crawling. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah, right. And, and, you know, people, people they, so they just immediately decide what's true by what they see. Again, by what they see which means their heart wasn't ready for it anyway because they couldn't receive. Amen? Glory to God. Where did I say go? Oh, we're in Isaiah. But those who trust in the Lord, those, those, those who wait upon the Lord, they'll renew their strength. They'll mount up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary. I'm going to tell you, I've run, and I've never run and not been weary. You know, people say, oh, if you run for a year or so, you'll like it. Nope. <laughs> Not so. You may, and I hope you do. But God is literally saying, I will strengthen you to the point to when you run, when you're running the race that I've set before you. And that's the key, not just any race. If you wonder why you're weary sometimes and about to faint, look at the race you're running. Because so many times you're running a race that God didn't design from you. The devil distracted you and now you're over here and you're parallel to the path you're supposed to be on and God's saying, get off that path. You won't be weary over here. This is like jogging in Florida. It's flat. This is like jogging in Branson. It's uphill all the way. Both ways. That's what the devil... Why? Because you're going to quit. You look at that head, you're like, "Uh uh-uh. You know, I really didn't even want this that bad when I asked for it now that I think about it. Why? Because the devil's trying to get you to faint. He wants you to faint. He wants you to quit. Amen? And, And no matter how hard you're running, even if you trip, even if you miss it somewhere, God will pick you up. Yeah grab your hand and help you back up and get you going again. And if the worst of the worst things happen to us as Christians and we don't see our faith revealed and we're in heaven one day and God says, you were doing it. You were pushing. But you're okay now. You're here. He won't say you're healed because you didn't get healed. Right? My mom went early. Right? She didn't get healed. She didn't get ultimate healing. She got ultimate heaven. She's real happy. No way. They they said, maybe you should pray and see if she wants to come back. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, right. The place she worked worked her whole life to get, and then you think she's coming back? No. Never happening. Amen. Ain't nobody in heaven wanting to come back. The only ones that would come back is if God said, you get back there. All right. We won't go any further with that. <laughs> they that wait upon the Lord, they'll renew their strength. They will mount up on... Did you guys ever sing that song? Yeah. Well, they that wait upon the Lord. Hey, wasn't that a good song? Remember all those little scripture songs? We should sing those. Because that's how you renew your strength. You start feeling weak. They that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings as eagles... They will run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not faint. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to wait. Amen? Yeah, yeah my mom used to sing that to us. 
Say, you're tired? No, you're not. Come here. Sing with me. Mom, you can't sing. Sing with me. When she said sing with her, you better get ready because you're singing. Out of tune. Just like I just did. It didn't matter. Huh? Thank you, Lord. But, the, but that's, that's what you're doing. You're, 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 you're finding yourself in His Word and you're placing yourself where that strength is and you're refusing to pull back from what you truly know God's Word and what, what He promised. When you said, uh, if He said, ask for it in faith, believing you receive, then you don't back off until when? Ever, because you'll receive. You don't have to back off, Right? <laughs> You never back off because the next step is receiving. The next step in believing, in asking, believing is receiving. You ask believing, you believing, you receiving. Amen? Amen. Look at, uh, whew, so got, I only went through one page, so we're doing great. Look at Hebrews 10, 23. You find these verses and you put them up on your wall. When you're tired, you go look at them. I remember when I was when the when our business was just doing horrible. Um, I never, hardly ever looked at TV unless it was preaching or something because I just couldn't. I mean, literally, the business was so bad that if I didn't put something else in my eyes and ears, yeah. that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? The truth is, it wouldn't matter because I couldn't do anything. Right. Right. I, I was there was absolutely nothing I could have done in my own power. To help that business, yeah. except be there and tell the creditors I don't have money. Now that that was that was my part, was to be honest enough to say, hey, love to pay you, can't. Gonna, gonna pay you, somehow. Don't know when, don't know how. And, and you know what? These verses, the the Psalms, they they, they fed me and they strengthened me. And, and you know, because people said you should just quit, you should just declare bankruptcy, cut your losses and go. And something in me knew what strengthened my heart. He was strengthening my heart every time I'd get just a little bit, even the look at thinking about it. All of a sudden, I'd say, No, I think we'll make it. God's Word says we will. And I remember one day we're driving home and we stop at a stoplight and we'd been listening to... I never had my truck running where something wasn't playing faith. And and we're listening and my brother turned and looked at me and he said, we're making it. And you could feel the anointing go through that pickup truck. And everything changed that day. Why? Because... He strengthened our heart. We didn't. That the next day, a check didn't come in. He gave us the strength to wait. He gave us the strength to keep going, headed towards believe to receive, believe to see the goodness of God. Why? Because we knew God couldn't be failing. The one thing my mom taught us, thank God, was that He's good and He doesn't fail. So if something good wasn't happening, it wasn't God. So I didn't need to look at God, and I was wasting time looking at me because there were so many things could be wrong. I just needed mercy. I just needed His goodness. And so we just kept pressing on, knowing that He was good. And thank God, got really successful businesses today that never closed down. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God. And, and verse 10, uh, Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold fast. Hold fast literally means possess. It means to seize, hold fast, hold fast to our to to the profession of our faith, 
Hold fast. In other words, if you're believing to see the goodness of God in the land of the living, hold on. Hold on with all you have. Possess it. Make it yours. Make it so. Don't give up. Don't quit. give in. Don't, lis- don't listen to other opinions. Amen? And, and, and let me rephrase that. If, if, the he- if the person over you in the body of believers comes and says, you know, maybe you need to look at this, or God said, look this direction, then, you need, then if you say, if you just laugh and say, nah, then you're missing it. Because God puts you under them for a reason. But, but just to listen to people say, ah, nah, you're not going to make it. Go a different direction. Maybe you ought to get three loans and, and five underloans and get your loans together and have underloan yeah. babies or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> huh? And the next thing you know, you're so far in debt, you couldn't even look up to see out. And, and it wouldn't matter. You, you, you'd, have to, you'd have to get some money to be poor. But God is still taking care of you. God will still pull you out if you never lose faith that He's good. If you never question for one moment, and and I'm telling you, I don't care how old you are, how young you are, from this point on, never question how good He is. Because as good as we think He is, He's better than that. And when you get to where you think He's gooder than you ever thought He was, He's gooder than that. His goodness cannot be measured because He's infinite and His goodness is infinite. Amen? He's a good God and He'll do good things for us. And if we'll hold fast, hold fast to our profession, the profession of our faith without wavering. Why does He say don't waver? Because you ask in faith. Don't waver. He wants you to receive. He's, he's given us the answers to the test. That was always my favorite test. I had a, the, the, the half a year I went to college, <laughs> I had this history professor. And the first time, you know, they, they gave, what do they call when you write the whole, the whole exam? You write it? Uh, essay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, essay. So you have an essay test, and I'm writing out my answer, and it's about this long, the whole essay. And guess what I got? Uh, not much. And so I'm trying to figure out how to get a good grade in this guy's class. And somebody told me that had taken his class, said, write down everything he says, and then when you do the essay, write it back to him. I got a good grade in that class. I flunked out of college, but I got a good grade in that class. <laughs> But it was Kim's fault I flunked out of college because I fell in love. I fell in love and came home and got married, by golly. So I didn't care after that. Thank you, Lord. But how did I get on that anyway? I don't even know where I'm going with that. But let us hold fast to that profession. In other words, the words that we know, the, the words that are in us, the faith that we have, hold fast to everything He's told you. And don't let go of one part because that's what you, that's what you bring back up out of you when, you want, when you're looking for strength. You bring those things back up out of you. If you're believing for healing in your body, you say, God's healed me. I, I prayed and asked for it. First Peter 2.24 declares it. Psalm 107.20 says he, he sent His Word just for me and healed me, saved me from all my distractions. And you begin to pull those things out, not because you're quoting verses, you're saying things you know to be true of His goodness. 
Don't just spew verses. Talk verses in faith. And if if your strength is low and your heart is weak, then you you start out and say, by his stripes, I'm healed. And you don't feel better. You say, the word says, God, the father of all, that by his stripes, I'm healed. And you continue. And you say, his word says, he sent his word and healed me and saved me. His word, the word of God towards me. And you continue until you start building yourself up and you, and you get in a psalm and it talks about how good he is and it talks about health and it talks about prosperity. And you fill yourself up and you build yourself back and, you, and he strengthens your heart. And as you strengthen your heart, your profession becomes, heart, becomes louder and louder and louder. Why? Because you're reminding yourself that he who promised is faithful. It's not just the profession. It's the profession of, of he who promised. It's the profession of faith in he who promised. And what you're doing is you're assuring your heart that he who promised it is faithful. He's never failed you. He never will. And you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. You won't quit. You won't walk away. You won't, you won't faint. We'll be unquitters, unfainters all the day of our life, and we'll stay strong in the Lord in the power of His might. We're not looking to our own strength. We're looking to His, and we'll win every time. His will for you and me is success in every area of our life and success to show to the world as a trophy of His goodness. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. That was very professor-like, by the way. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God. And you know, I don't know what everybody's life is like right here right now, but I do know God never changes. Our situation and circumstances, they ebb and flow. But God, He doesn't. He ebbs good and He flows gooder. Every, everything about Him is love towards you and me. Answers for the questions you have. Uh, um, fixes for our problems. He's a good God. And better yet, He's a good Father God. And so He cares about every person everywhere, especially right here, right now. And if you've got something you've been dealing with, maybe, maybe you've pushed back and, and, and you've been... You've been just that far from fainting. Good news, you came to the right place tonight because this is a place full of unfainters. Unfainters that are gonna that are gonna hook faith together. We're gonna join faith together. We're gonna pray for one another. We're gonna pray for one another right now. Everybody raise a hand towards heaven. Pray this prayer with me. Father God, I pray for my brothers in Sarasota to do this too. I pray for my sisters. I pray that you would strengthen their heart, that they would be strong in you, that they would continue in what they've started, that if they've gotten off the path, off your directions, off your plan, bring them back and strengthen their heart, that they would believe to see the goodness that they started with, the healing the restoration, the deliverance, the peace, the glory, and the goodness of God, that they would not lose faith, 
that they'd never quit and that they would receive, that they would hope, anticipate, expect, and be confident in seeing your goodness in this land, in this time, right now. Hallelujah. You got a song? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew. 